Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. On September 7th, join John Appetit, celebrity chef Robert Irvine, and over 20 of the area's best restaurants at the 2019 Bite for the Fight Food Festival at the Kimberton Fairgrounds in Phoenixville, PA. Attendees will get to enjoy great eats, local craft brews, and fine wines and cocktails, all while raising money for the Fight on McKenna Foundation, which benefits families facing pediatric cancer. In addition to some of the best food and drink in the Delaware Valley, there will also be live performances and appearances by Swoop and the Birds Cheerleaders. For tickets and sponsorship information, check out BiteForTheFight.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast, episode 152. Hmm. You're glad to be here, you um, because you were like, man, we got a lot of episodes. Whenever people ask you how many years we've been doing this, you know, you still don't know, though. Do you? I still don't know. <laughs> I always say about two and a half. It's been about three and a half. It's been about three and a half. <laughs> Whole year missing out there. Uh, that was when I drank heavily, though. Uh, I am Roy Burton, <laughs> and, the, and the person who drank heavily on this podcast is my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing tonight, Chanel? I am good. We are doing good. Uh, been a busy week for us. Um, we are. This is our second show that we're doing this week, um, thanks in part to the fine folks at the Hidden Lives Illuminated Program, uh, which is a partnership with Eastern State Penitentiary. Uh, Damon McCool is the program facilitator. He invited us down to uh, moderate an evening uh, of programming uh, along with the Hidden Lives Illuminated, uh, the film series. And we had a chance to talk to two amazing chefs, uh, Chef Todd Lewis from the PA Department of Corrections and Chef Kurt Evans from the Drive Change Program uh, in Brooklyn, New York. Um, They're doing some amazing things um, at the intersection between the food and the criminal justice system. So um, if you guys didn't get a chance to come down to that, um, that episode is actually up on our website now, episode 151. It's one right before this. So if you want to check that out, please do yourself a favor and check it out. Some very cool stuff. And just we want to thank, again, uh, all the folks, both chefs and all the folks involved with the Hidden Lives Illuminated program for inviting us down to uh, to to kind of kind of moderate and, and interview both of those guys. It was a very, it was a very cool event. Yeah, uh, and it's yeah. still running. Still running, yes. Now, between now and September 12th. So please, if you can, check it out. Um, some very cool stuff. But we did want to give you guys uh, a quote-unquote regular show as well. And we have a lot to talk about um, this week. Um, we're going to talk about something, the biggest food story at the end of the show. And you guys already know what that is. Because <laughs> that's my Sunday dinner. And we talked about it. We were first. We were right. We no, were right. First, but we were, we were right there. We were early. We were, right we were there, early. Like telling you, first or second day, we were right we there were on there. the streets. We were quick. We were right it's there the on the It's the reason to listen to us. It's right there on the streets. People hit me up on Twitter and they're like, they're thinking about the sandwich uh, because of our show. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, 
Yeah. So yeah, John Howard Fusco. He's like, I listen to your show, eating in South, eating in S, eating in S Jersey is his Twitter handle. So check him out. Um, he's like, yeah, I've been thinking about the sandwich because I heard about it on John Appetit. I'm like, look, I'll tell you, like, I went and had it. It was Be- great. Yeah. Before <laughs> people went crazy, we had it. it was we, great. We, we said it was good. We told you we went with the day of, and we told yeah. you. About it. But we'll talk about that later in the show. It's not about us. It's about no, you guys. No, no. We had a lot of stuff to tell you guys about, including a new healthy option in Center City and. A new mukbang option for those of you who enjoy watching people slap and smack when they eat their food um, down in D.C. So okay. we'll get to that. And we also had a chance to check out a new Mexican spot. Well, new to us. Mexican yeah. spot, La Calaca Feliz, um, in the Fairmount section of the city. So we have that to talk about and some upcoming events as well. So, so as always, please sit back and relax and enjoy this episode of John Appetit. While you do that, though, we do want to. Thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us here at John Appetit. So far, this has been our biggest month of the year as far as listenership. Yes. Biggest, most popular month of the year in terms of listenership. And that is thanks to you guys. So thank you guys. Thank you very much. Wherever you listen to us, we appreciate it because we are available on each and every um, audio platform. Spotify, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Apple Podcasts. Um, Google Play, wherever you get us, please subscribe to us. Leave us a review. Leave us that, a five stars. That lady that lives in your house, when you say her name. When you say her name? Oh. She does stuff for you. Oh, well, yeah. You know, if you have the Amazon, you know, the word, well, you know, that's stuff too. You can say Alexa. It's fine. It's not going to like, it didn't trigger. I did it. And it didn't trigger. <laughs> I don't know why it didn't trigger. Because it's always listening. <laughs> but yeah, wherever you get your podcast, just do a search for John Appetit and subscribe to us. Leave a review. Five stars. Thumbs up. That's how people kind of find us, especially on Apple Podcasts. So if you could do that for us, we would truly appreciate that. And please, while you're doing that, also give us a follow on social media. We are at John Appetit on each and every social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like you saw me, if you were follow us on Instagram, you saw me get my IG videos uh, off. He's getting his IG day. videos in now. We're doing it now. Now I have moved into the 21st century, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yes, he has. Finally figured this out. Again, my goddaughter can't be the only one to teach me about these things. So if you have any <laughs> ideas about what we can do for videos, please let us know. Also, if you've emailed us, uh, we will be getting back to you. Yeah, soon. yeah. We apologize. We're it's been involved. a very busy week. Had a live show. Have another live show coming up that we'll tell you about very shortly. So a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. So let's get right to it. Before we do that, though, shout out to Tay Diggs for giving us a follow. <laughs> Can't forget Tay Diggs. Can't forget Tay Diggs. He's one of our day ones for giving us a follow on the Twitter machine. Pizzeria Betia is chosen as one of the 100 greatest places in the world. I'm not mad at that. Not, <laughs> not 100 greatest restaurants. 100 greatest places in the world, according to Time Magazine. I'm not mad at that. I'm sorry. I'm not. It's the Fishtown Pizza Restaurant uh, that we've talked about on the show a couple of times. Um, It's on Time Magazine's 100 Greatest Places. It's only one of 19 restaurants um, to make the list. Uh, It says, Betty is back with a full-service joint. This is a quote from Time Magazine. Just a few blocks down the road from the original. Stocked with 120 seats, dozens more employees, and a cloud-shaped light installation that encourages you to linger. The thing that encourages me to linger, the two things, the amazing pizza and the amazing natural wine. It's all about that natural wine. That natural wine is amazing. (laughs) But I don't even know what's more amazing, that or the pizza. 
Pizzeria the Betty pizza. is fantastic. <laughs> it's still difficult to get reservations, but you can still get a reservation you, yes. or you can walk or in. Or you can walk in because they reserve half for half res- their seats. Yep, half, half for reservations and right. half for walk-ins, yeah. which is fantastic. It Most is. restaurants should really do that. It is. Yeah, Pizzeria Betty in Fishtown. If you don't know anything about it, check out our earlier episode about it. Uh, we uh, ranted and raved about it. Yes, we love it. <laughs> it's a fantastic spot. So we're going to go there in a, in a week or so to yeah. check it out again because it's great. <laughs> Made the reservations, uh, what, two, three weeks ago. Yeah, it's, I, I, I never would have thought that it would be on the 100 greatest places in America list. So now it's going to probably be more difficult. Yeah. So we're telling you right now, get those reservations get in. in. Yeah, get it in. It was already difficult before. Yes. Well, it was difficult in the first incarnation, but it was yes. just a little shock. Yes. You had to put your name in and wait a couple hours to get your pizza. Now it's a little bit more difficult, but then now it's even more difficult. Thank you, Time Magazine. For making it harder to get amazing pizza. But again, no, we're not in, mad at that. No, walk in restaurants. You can always walk in. You can always walk in. You can always walk in. Um, Townsend, speaking of restaurant, Townsend is temporary, temporarily closing later this week. This is Todd Wentz's uh, highly acclaimed French eatery. It's currently at 1623 East Passion. It is closing on September the 1st, reopening two weeks later on September the 15th at 21. 21 Walnut Street. In my hood. In your hood, right in the Rittenhouse section of Philadelphia. The old location will be used for private events and pop-up dinners and things like that. But if you want your Townsend fix, and I know a lot of you guys do because it's one of the, always one of the top restaurants in Philadelphia, you can get it for the first two weeks of September, but back on September 15th, they will be at 2121 Walnut Street. As in far time, as I know, the menu is going to be the same. Week. Right in time for restaurant week. Um, I, I assume the menu is going to be the same. I didn't see anything that says it won't. So if you enjoy the current menu at Townsend, you'll enjoy this. But he's also the chef of Amano. And, Love uh, Amano. What's the, other, what's the other place? I forget. Uh, Olorosa. Yeah, Amano and Olorosa. That Olorosa, we, we still have We're to still have it. No, that brunch, that Sunday brunch thing or that weekend brunch thing, that, that buffet brunch, that looks crazy. We got to get there. That looks crazy. That's a September must do. That's a crazy. Yeah, but That's Townsend. Uh, Todd Wentz, Townsend Restaurant, again, reopening September 15th, 2121 Walnut Street. So get into the East Passing location if you want to check it out this week. Bryn and Danes is heading to Center City. This is a healthy, fast, casual brand that's kind of started in the Philadelphia suburbs. There's four locations, and uh, they're in Bryn Mawr, Plymouth Meeting, How- uh, Horsham, and Malvern. And now a Philadelphia outpost is coming to 834 Chestnut Street. So Washington Square West, for those of you familiar with Philadelphia. Um, again, healthy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. That was odd. Yeah, healthy, fast, casual, smoothies, breakfast wraps, uh, acai bowls, salads, quesadillas, and lots more. There's a lot on this menu. I don't know, I don't know if you looked had a chance to get there through. There was a lot. There's a lot on this menu. There's a lot, There's a lot on this menu. <laughs> All sorts of smoothies and yeah. bowls and wraps quinoa and bowls and salad bowls and and turkey bacon which yeah. is not real bacon they really should just call it turkey i rock with this see I, I i am always in favor of more healthy options i am too yeah because there's so many rich foods out there so i'm always in favor of that uh of uh, something that will give you uh, give your stomach a rest yeah. let you detox yeah. from like a lot of the good stuff not that this isn't good. This is also good, too. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people get their fruits and vegetables in. So this is a good right. way to do that. Right. Because a lot of us aren't going out and buying fruits and vegetables and yeah. eating them. So yeah. this is the perfect way to get them in. Especially nowadays where they show that most people eat out. They don't cook. Right. 
So um, this is a way to diversify what you eat. So they are opening August 29th at 834 Chestnut Street. And on opening day, which begins at 11, the first 200 people to arrive will, will get a free acai or a pitaya bowl. So if you Somebody needs to tell me what acai tastes like. We, we've had acai mm-hmm. juice, right? No, I didn't drink I it. I swear we've had. You've had it's it. It's like a berry. It's like a berry. There, I, I, I've seen it with peanut butter, like acai peanut butter bowls with like bananas on them. Mm-hmm. And they look interesting, but it just seems like a whole lot of fruit. It's a, it could, I mean, if you give you a lot of, it's a berries. It's a berry. I don't, I don't know what the, it's a berry. Does it <laughs> taste like what? Blueberry-ish. It, it's blueberry kind of, But I mean, kind I of, love blueberries. Yeah, I mean, like if you time. like blueberries, I think you'll like it. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a blueberry type of deal. All right. Um, but you can get a free bowl if you head down to Brennan Danes. That's too far On away. the 29th. Yeah, it's a little bit of a hike for you. Yeah. Um, but they are open 6.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, or will be once they open August 29th. So if you're in the area, if you can get to the area, again, Brennan Danes, Center City, 834 Chestnut Street. You can get your ice cream fix after your healthy fix. If you head to Somerset Splits in Port Richmond, the uh, ice cream scoop shop is located at 2600 Somerset Street, right down the street or not too far away from, from Tacanelli's. Um, if you already went to the gym, if you already got your workout in, already got your acai bowl in. Or if you just sat on the couch, you don't or, need yeah, to do or, all that to eat ice cream. Or, <laughs> or if it's a treat yourself day, head to Somerset Splits because they use Bassett's <laughs> ice cream and they have toppings that include. Oh, I see why you're that include by this that include place. tasty cakes. Bassett's is your favorite. Ding, ding, ding! Bassett's ice cream. I see fruity pebbles on some ice cream. Fruity pebbles, knocks for me. So I would take those and put them on whatever kind of ice cream and be in heaven. Their toppings include cornflakes, as Chanel said, fruity pebbles, candy cakes. Sometimes they'll even have a a, a, a milkshake with twink like a not a twinkie a crimpin milkshake. Um, they have floats and splits. I don't need all that stuff. Just give me some really good ice cream. Roy just wants vanilla. Throw some ice stuff cream. on. Throw you can throw some you can throw some sprinkles and or jimmies on top Fruit of Loops it. On your, I don't need I don't need it. I don't need it's it. It's not about need. It's about the taste of it. Now what we, cereal on ice cream is fantastic. We know, but you know what. You know what's even better than that? What cereal in the ice cream? When we remember we had the Fruit Loops yes. ice cream. In, uh, in, in Austin? In Austin yeah, at was, Amy's. That was, that was fire. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was yeah. thinking about that mm-hmm. when we were talking about this before, and I was like, man, that Amy's ice cream slap. Yeah, but. So I'm wondering, do I need to go to some No, but give me, give me, yeah, give me, yeah, I said, give me Bassett's ice cream with some Fruit Loops on top. Boy. That's what I'm saying. Bassett's with some Fruity Pebbles, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hours at Somerset Splits, 3 to 10, Sunday through Thursday, 3 through uh, to 11, Friday and Saturday. So. It's open late enough, so your little post-dinner fix um, if you're in the area. Again, check out Somerset Splits, 2600 Somerset Street in Port Richmond. And finally, the W Hotel in Washington, D.C. is offering mukbang room service. Is it mukbang or mukbang? Mukbang. We're going to go with mukbang. Let's okay. go with that. Uh, mukbang, for those of you who don't know, I don't even know how it started, but there's these videos on YouTube. It's a, it, I think it started maybe in Japan. I thought it was Korea, but maybe I'm it, wrong. It might have been Korea. Okay. All right. I thought it was been. Korea. I'll look it up real quick. Anyhow. You might be right. I think you might be right. It's a people sitting online or sitting in front of a camera, and they're eating mass amounts of food very loudly. I don't know if there's anything more to it than that. Yeah, it's like a sensory thing. Yeah, ASMR kind of thing. Yeah, that's how it started. It started as ASMR, where some people, and I got this from someone who actually enjoys watching them. 
Some people, when they hear the sounds of people eating, smacking and slurping and chewing and all that stuff, it's calming for them. Mm-hmm. It's aggravating for me. I get super <laughs> mad. Roy will tell you, if I can hear him eating, it's like, I can hear you. Like, I don't want to hear you eating. So for me, it's a source of stress and like aggravation. But apparently for others, it's calming and soothing. They like to listen to the sounds of people eating. Right. So that ASRM is strictly just the sounds of people eating. Mukbangs are people eating, slurping, but then they're having a conversation with you at the same time. Just to, just, just to, a- ASMR is ASMR. The people, it's people just like hearing the sounds of people because it's just, because it, there's breathing ones too. Oh, okay. There's okay. people who hum and sing. Okay. Um, so it's all of that stuff. Okay. So it's, again, it's the all, all you know, stuff I don't the sensory hear. Yeah, something. I'm going to, I'm going to mess it up. I don't so, want to hear other people do anything. So, um, as, um, infuriating as Chanel um, says that she is by these mukbang videos. We tend to watch a lot of these things. Because I can't believe how much food these people are we eating. We are very intrigued by the amount of food that these people put away at these things. Some people cook the food. Some people get the food. Either way, these people eat a, a mass it, amount of food. It, and we're like, fam. like What are you doing? Like your doctor doesn't <laughs> like this. I know this it. This is just so gluttonous and crazy. Yeah. So, um, so we kind of watch it in that manner. Like, I, there's no way you're eating all of that food. Right. And they do a lot. And then the they time. do. And <laughs> it's weird and crazy. We don't watch them a lot. It's just kind of every once in a while. Now that we've watched, when we watched that first one, they just started popping up in the YouTube feed yeah. on our yeah, you know, Y'all know how YouTube is. Like, once you watch one, and they put 17 in your recommended feed. And it's like, I'm not a fan of this. I'm just curious. Yeah, it's like, once you see, a, how, how huge is that lobster? And you click on it to see how big it is. Right. But that's basically mukbang. Yeah, so the W Hotel in Washington, D.C. has a sip and slurp menu um, through the, the end of the year. And it's they call it a menu, but basically it's a one price for a ton of food. And not only the food, they give you a microphone and a phone stand so you can record yourself eating this mass amount of food. Now, when I say mass amount of food, I mean a ham and pineapple pizza, a duck potato and egg pizza, two burgers, one's a double double burger, one's a half pound burger, a filet mignon, lobster tail, a filet mignon, lobster tail, steak fries, a cheese and charcuterie board, another massive mound of fries with truffle aioli, a carrot cake tower, and a cherry pie with vanilla ice cream. That's so disgusting. This food, all of this food with taxes, because, you know, hotels, you know how they do. With and taxes, service charges, service charges delivery and delivery fees, fees sales tax, sales tax yeah. All of it comes to about $388. That's in addition to the cost of a room at the W Hotel. Yeah, yeah, you have to be, you have to have a room at the W Hotel. You have to call for this. I think they need like an hour or maybe an hour and a half. They need some little prep time before this. Yeah. There will be people who do this. Of course, because people make their living doing mukbangs. Yeah. So this right here would be a challenge for them. Mm-hmm. They stay at the W Hotel and then they film. And for the W, they get advertisement. Right. And I was like, this is just crazy to me. Uh, this I'll, is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of the folks at the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest, like the Joey Chestnuts and, and things like that. I don't know if there's any one person who can do this. No, I think it would be multiple people. Yeah. Like, like this like, seems like probably four people's work like four dedicated regular people 
wanted to knock this out. I think they. I don't know. I don't know. It's two. Know. It's two pizzas and two burgers. You, you guys can take a look at what all this food looks. Like. It's yeah. a lot. It's of a lot. Food. It's a slip. These aren't like tiny pizzas. No, these are mad. These are large pizzas. That that of fries. Yeah, the fries. It's like, a, it's like a bucket of fries. It's like a fry. It's like a huge bowl of fries. It's like a a, ser- a salad serving bowl. It's right. the bowl that you make a salad for multiple people right. in, full yeah. of fries. Like if you're at a restaurant and they have like the the, the Caesar salad that you toss at the table and serve everybody, it's that size bowl. That's just the fries with it's, truffle aioli. And then they have like this whole like bowl of it looks like avocado slices. I don't know what that comes with. Yeah, I don't know. And then these huge martini cups full of condiments. I assume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this just does not look right. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of food. food. But if you're if you're game, if you do this, let us know because we are yeah. very intrigued. Because we'll link watch us, the video. Link us to your video. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll throw the video on our on our blog on our, yeah. on our blog. We'll throw it out there. Yeah, again, and we'll talk about it. We're very we are very intrigued by this. We'll never do this. Never ever. I'm yeah. not paying three hundred eighty eight dollars for this I, plus I, the cost of the room at the W. Yeah, and then. Because we would not be able to eat this, I would not feel right about wasting all of it. Right, that's like we would need to get five people to yeah, help us eat five this people come in and eat it's that a lot food. Of, it's a lot of food. But again, if you're down for this, the Sip and Slurp menu at the W Hotel in Washington, D.C. is offered between now and the end of the year. So if you're heading down to the nation's capital, check it out. Let us know. All right, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we will talk about uh, La Calaca Feliz. It's in the Fairmount section of the city. We had a chance to check that out a few days ago. And we will tell you what we thought. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to the John Appetit Podcast, segment number two of the show. And this week, we are talking about La Calaca Feliz. This is a contemporary Mexican cantina at 2321 Fairmont Avenue. Again, we were just in the Fairmont Avenue section of the city for the Hidden Lives Illuminated program. And there before for Dessert Crazy, which we went back to <laughs> a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so we got the little Fairmount section going on, a little Fairmount thing action going on on the show. We've never, we never go over there. No. We've been there like multiple times <laughs> the past two weeks. Um, but we checked out La Calaca Feliz, again, Mexican spot. Four stars on Yelp, four and a half stars on Google and TripAdvisor. Um, it's a nice spot, open for dinner during the weekend, brunch and dinner on the weekends. Let me just say before I get this out of the way, this is a very cool happy hour spot. Like I think like, if I worked or lived in the area, I'd be here for happy hour like a lot because between the tacos and the drinks and all yeah. that other stuff, which we'll talk about more Very detail. reasonably priced. Very reasonably good priced. Drinks. Yeah. Good drinks. Yeah. It's a cool, nice and little And they have that little spot. outdoor area too. Yeah, outdoor, little outdoor spot. As Chanel says, it's deceptively big. Yes. If you look at it outside, you're like, just don't look I'm like, oh, it's going to be tight in here, right. man. And you walk in, and the bar area is a little tight. And you're yeah. like, oh, it ain't that many seats. And then they take you in the back, and you're like, oh, oh all right. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It is a, um, about how many seats are, like. I have no idea. Yeah, between the back, inside back area and the probably outdoor oh, patio, patio yeah. it's probably close to 80, 90 seats, maybe. Oh, would you say that? I, I have yeah. no concept of that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's a good, it's a good size. It's a good size restaurant. Um, again, you should be able to kind of check it out for happy hour or other times. They're open again, dinner during the week and brunch and dinner on the weekends. 
Um, we went during happy hour at the end of happy hour, so we had a chance to check out their happy hour menu. And as Chanel said, a bunch of great deals on tacos and gorditas and all sorts of good things. But most importantly, good deals on drinks. Yes. Um, we had the house margarita. The, was it the Feliz margarita? The Feliz. I yeah. believe they called that. Um, a little salt on the rim or sugar if you want. Uh, we very much enjoyed that margarita. Yes, it was very good. If we did not have to do the interviews after, we may have had a couple more. Yeah, <laughs> or was, I may have had a couple had more. more. You would, yeah, have, you would, have, you would have had to drive. That was for like $5.50, man. Yes. That was a good deal. That was a good deal. <laughs> that was a, that was a it was really appropriately, good deal. Uh, uh, had the appropriate amount of liquor. Yeah. It, it wasn't sometimes when with happy hour they kind of parse that liquor in those yeah. drinks, but no, that was not an issue. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, the, the folks at uh La Calaca Feliz they, they hooked it up. So good, good drinks. I'm gonna, I was saying it's a very good happy hour spot if you're in the area, but again, not just not just drinks, not just uh specials for the margaritas. They have sangria, five dollar sangria, they have uh, house wine and craft beers and all sorts of other stuff as well on special. Um, at happy hour, but if you're weird and don't like tequila, yeah, yeah, if you don't, if you don't do that, but <laughs> of course they have tacos and nachos and all sorts of things like that. We got um, from the happy hour menu, uh, we got the carnitas tacos. Oh, actually, no, well, should we start with that or should we start with the guacamole or just talk about? I was, talk we just talk about, about whatever because I think yeah. everything, everything on the happy hour menu is on the regular menu. Yeah, it's all on the regular menu, but let's talk about what we got as part of happy hour because we came at the tail end of happy right, hour, right. so we had like 15 minutes. Yeah. To order. Um, so let's talk about what we got for happy hour and what those prices were. Okay. So we got the only happy hour menu. We got the carnitas tacos. An order of carnitas tacos. They give you two tacos. I think it was like five bucks. So, and then the tacos dorados de cordero, which are the lamb barbacoa taquitos uh, with mole, crema, and, and radish. Ra- radish. Uh, the carnitas tacos, you could probably skip them. Yeah. I mean, they weren't uh, really special. Um, I didn't. I tasted the carnita. Uh, I decided that that one wasn't for me. So Roy actually ended up eating both of those because I, I. Yeah. That wasn't for me. Yeah. But that lamb taquito. The, yeah, the lamb. Yeah, and taquitos. that mole sauce. Yeah. That was all for me. The, I yeah. enjoyed that thoroughly. It was these lamb barbacoa taquitos, mole uh, pipian, I believe it's called pipian, uh, crema and radish. That mole, I don't know oh, what mole, mole so I don't know what that mole pipian or pipian is, man. I would have licked a plate. Uh, yes. <laughs> if I had a spoon, I would have scooped it all out and ate it. It was so good. That was really, really good mole. And I usually don't like mole. I usually try to avoid it. Mm-hmm. But that was super, super tasty. Yeah, so the, they were like the crunchy taquitos, like a little crunch, you know, little crunchy taquitos with the lamb barbacoa inside it. And then you kind of like dip it in the mole and eat everything together with the crema. Um, and if you want the radish in one bite, it was it was really that mole, man. Like, that was really good. If like if if and they probably do if they put this mole on like a burrito or something. Anything else? Man, I'm, I, next time I go, whatever that mole is on, I'm yeah, trying. I need that. I need that. So those were both on the happy hour menu. I think they were both less than seven bucks. So, I mean, seven bucks or less. So um, pretty good deal for those. Um, and then we also got on the regular menu, we got the crab guacamole. Uh, the tacos de guisadas, which is short rib tacos, and the shrimp and grits tacos. Uh, let's start with the, the crab guacamole first. Um, I like the crab guacamole. It was good. It I was good. It. There was a little red Fresno, so like n- tiny bit of heat in there. It, I thought it was tasty. Yeah, was it a squash on the top? There was like a little like squash or zucchini or something on top. A cucumber. Cucumber, but yeah. it was like the yeah, what was the yellow thing? Was it like a yellow? It was like a squash or zucchini kind of thing. I'll show you a picture. Oh, oh, yeah. Me. I think it. it it seemed like it was like zucchini, like shreds of, um, not zucchini, maybe, um, yeah, maybe zucchini. 
shreds of it, or it might have been cucumber. I don't know. It probably was cucumber, shredded cucumber. It looks squash. It looks yellow to me. It looks yellow to you, but it has. There's um, green and yellow. But is it colored because of the Fresno chilies? No. That's what I thought. That maybe the red from the chili had colored it and made it look tinge it a little yellow. Um, I tried to figure out what it was. It didn't really have a super strong taste. No, it didn't. So you might be right. It might be zucchini. Um, but it's like shredded, like like spaghetti, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. little, little thin, little thin little slivers. Thin, like, spaghetti. yeah, it wasn't. And again, like it didn't have a strong taste, so it didn't overpower anything. And you could eat it or not, and it really didn't didn't change it much. But just an FYI, if you want to order the crab guacamole, they gave you a good amount of crab, which I always worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, you're always like, you're like oh, oh, crab guacamole this is gonna be great, and you get like two pieces of crab. You're like, all right, fine. no, it was a decent amount of crab. No, the yeah. guacamole tasted uh, fresh. It was yeah. good. Yeah, no, it was I good. It. Yeah, they give you a good portion of it. Um, it comes with chips, obviously. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I'll, I'll rock with it. We'll yeah, try some other guacamoles yeah. uh, if we, we ever go back. Um, then we also got the shrimp and grits tacos, and I said the, the short rib tacos. Which one do you want to talk about the first? The short rib. You you had my short rib. Uh, tacos. We tasted the short rib tacos first. So yeah. let's go with that. So we have the short rib tacos. It says guajillo based short uh, braised short rib, fava beans, bacon, and salsa verde. Um, I I like these. I like the, I like the tacos a lot. I like the salsa on them. Uh, the bacon gave it a nice little flavor. I don't think they needed the fava beans, but it was nice texture-wise to kind of a different, because short rib is rich and kind of um, unctuous and all that stuff, and fava beans kind of cuts that a little bit. Um, and I, I liked it. Like, I think I thought it was a really good taco. It. Um, I took the fava beans off because I don't, you don't like, do, you don't do I, don't, beans. I don't like a lot of types of beans. I only yeah. eat, I eat kidney beans and black beans, and that's where my, my and every once in a while I'll eat like the pork and beans, whatever that is. But <laughs> like, that's where my bean uh, life ends. That's where it ends. Yeah, I hate fava beans. I hate lima beans, those type of beans, butter beans. I don't want any of that. So I took the beans off, which when I tasted it, I was grateful that the beans hadn't flavored. Right, the, they didn't flavor the, the... It was tender. It was very tasty. Very tender. It didn't taste like what I thought it was going to taste like. I okay. thought it would have more uh, like Chipotle flavors and all that stuff. But it tasted more like when you think of short, like your mom would make. Mm-hmm. Like literally your mom, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. so, it tasted more like, um, like a let us say like a roasted, like short a rib. roast, short, right. like a pot roast type right, short right, rib. Right, right, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I and I was like, this tastes like pot roast. It didn't really have any flavors that you associate with Mexican foods in it, so it was yeah. pleasantly surprising. It was actually a, a, a good surprise that it tastes like that. It was very good. Yeah, I guess we, I guess we should have mentioned that. So yeah, so this is Mexican food, but it, everything has a little twist to it. Yeah. So it's not like. Mexico, Mexico, like oh, all right. I'm in like I don't know um, the in the Mexican peninsula. Like I'm not in Mexico City. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in Cancun. Like right. not not like authentic, authentic Mexican. Right. But Mexican with a little bit of a twist. It's like all right. Like this is not quite what I expected, but not bad. Not in it's a just, bad way. Yeah, yeah, right. Was, no, that was very much a pot roast type deal. Right. On a taco shell, it was actually pretty good. I, and, I enjoyed it. It was so tender. Um, and then we also had the, the shrimp and grits uh, tacos, which I enjoyed immensely. <laughs> First of all, can I tell you how massive <laughs> the shrimp was yeah. on a taco? Usually, when you think shrimp or you think a shrimp taco, you think you're gonna get this taco, and there'll be like three medium size, three to four medium. Medium, size. if you're lucky. If you're lucky, smallish medium shrimp yeah. on this little taco. No, no, no. There was a massive shrimp sitting on a bed of grits with corn salsa on this taco. Mm-hmm. It was fabulous. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was so. It was such a nice surprise. 
um, because I just thought I was going to get some shrimp tacos with corn salsa. Right, right. And I was like thinking in my mind, how are they going to do this grit thing? Like, how's this going to work out? I got, I ordered that more out of curiosity right. than anything because right. I wanted to see how you put grits on a taco. And man, was we that know good. We know now. We know now. Yeah, the, the orders of tacos um, come three, three to an order. I mean, you order off the, the dinner menu. We could have probably ate 33 of these. <laughs> um, these are really good. Yeah, that tequila cream, those tequila cream grits on that with the, with the chipotle grilled shrimp. Brother, man, these are good. <laughs> I highly, highly recommend 100 the shrimp and grits, percent, grits tacos. 100%. Yeah, that was probably the best thing that we ate. Yeah, uh, of out of everything that we ate, and we ate some pretty, wait, hmm, the mole. Well, yeah, I didn't want to count the mole because it was not, not like a meal, mm-hmm. but... The, if you go <laughs> and you can eat seafood and you enjoy lamb, yeah, my two recommendations are the shrimp and grit taco, grits tacos and that lamb taquito with the mole yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah, I think the way the way we would do it... And the Felix margarita. Yeah, the way we would the way we would do it is we would go back. Obviously, we'll get the shrimp and grits tacos. We will get something with the mole. It may not be the lamb tacos, but if it has that mole... They do a grilled chicken with mole. I don't know if, if it's, it's that, that mole. <laughs> something with that mole. Ask them if it's that mole. Right, something with that mole. Probably a guacamole to start. Because they have different ones as well, including the crab. They have a pretty extensive menu. Yeah. Um, they also, and I'd like to mention this, even yes. though we didn't have it, um, I saw it looked good. I love cauliflower. So if you don't eat meat or anything like that, they have a cauliflower taco. It's an ancho chili adobo cauliflower. Uh, it has ancho chili adobo, cauliflower or puree, and an orange avocado salsa. The people next to us both ordered that. It was a beautiful looking taco. Mm-hmm. I actually... If I were there with someone who ate cauliflower, I would have gotten them. Not me. Um, but Roy's not going to eat cauliflower, and um, yeah, it would have gone to waste. So, uh, if you're if you have a vegetarian friend or a friend who likes cauliflower, I recommend going with them so you guys can try that, but still get the shrimp and grits tacos and something with that mole sauce. As I always say, order it yourself if you want it, and then you just take the leftovers if you have to. But we were going somewhere. Yeah, well, nah, whatever. <laughs> so just in summary, though, La Calaca Feliz, again, 2321 Fairmont Avenue. Highly recommend the Feliz Margarita, yes. whether it's whether it's happy hour or not. Again, it's a very good margarita. But and again, it's just the, the original one. We didn't the get straight any house cool. margarita. Yeah, they have a, they have a they very have extensive, fl- yeah. a very extensive drink list. They have a m- bunch of tequilas and a bunch of other drinks. Um, if you go for happy hour, again, a bunch of great things on that happy hour menu. The lamb. Uh, barbacoa taquitos specifically <clears throat> with that mole and the cream and radish. Fantastic. Ask for a spoon so you can drink the mole after you're done with the taquitos. <laughs> so scrape all the mole out and put it on everything else you got. And everything else you got. Again, also get the get the guacamole as well. Again, we got the crab. There's a couple different ones um, for your for your you know that you want to get and a bunch of different kinds of tacos. We like the short rib tacos very much. Yes, we we did. really really enjoyed. The shrimp and grits tacos, though. So, highly recommend those. Highly recommend the guacamole, uh, the mole, uh, the drinks. It's a very cool spot, as I said before. A very cool happy hour spot if you're in the area. Even if you're not. If you just want to meet up with some people and get some drinks. Maybe you're over in the Fairmount section. Or maybe you're going to the Hidden Lives Project. The Hidden Lives Illuminated Project. Maybe you're hitting up the Art Museum or the Franklin Institute or just over in the area. It's a great spot to check out. Um, Not very expensive at all. Very reasonably priced. Um, spot you can get in and out for happy hour at a very reasonable 
amount of money. So um, there's a parking lot right down the street as well. So parking is is plentiful, reasonably plentiful in the area. So uh, so we we dug it. It was a nice little yeah. spot. Nice little spot. Definitely. Again, yeah, I'm I'm thinking again. It's a, if a restaurant has a couple things that you're thinking that you're still thinking about days after you leave, then that's a good thing. Yes. And we were still thinking about that mole on those yes. lamb tacos. Still thinking about those shrimp and grits tacos. And again, a five dollar and fifty cent margarita that tastes like that. I'm still thinking about that too. I don't know what that makes me, but I'm still thinking about it. Hungry. Makes me hungry and <laughs> thirsty. So Laka Laka Feliz, check it out. If you have checked it out, please let us know. Again, at John Appetite on each and every social media platform, or if you prefer email, John Appetite at gmail.com. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we have a couple of events to tell you about, and we have some invitations to hand out. For Sunday dinner, you're listening to the John Appetit podcast. Welcome back to the show. Segment number three is where we tell you about the upcoming events. And coming up in a couple of weeks, the Best of Philly Soiree, hosted by Philly Mag, is September the 12th from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. at Dilworth Park in Center City, Philadelphia, right by City Hall. Um, If you're a VIP, you can get in an hour earlier. Food and drinks from a number of 2019 Best of Philly winners. And when I mean a number, I mean this is a huge List of restaurants, Hearthside, Crybaby Pasta, Local Artisan Foods, Royal Boucherie, Amada, Rion, Rex 1516, and literally dozens more. If you're a VIP, if you pay for the VIP ticket, you get access to the special Michael Schulson section, which features Alpen Rose, Double Knot, Sampan, Harp and Crown, and Giuseppe and Sons. So, all the heavy hitters Not in the restaurant world. <laughs> yeah, no, all the heavy hitters are going to be out for this best affiliate soiree. The VIP we need a promo code yeah. for this. Tickets for general admission $110. Uh, for VIP is $165. This is the best affiliate soiree hosted by Philly Mag. You can check out phillymag.com. Soiree, does that for, mean you have to dress up? It's kind of quasi dressy. I've seen pictures from the past. And I've been kind of stared out on the outside looking in. I was like, oh, these people dressed oh, was, up. Was your nose pressed yeah, like against the glass? <laughs> it's like, oh, may I please have a crumb of your cracker? Please, sir. Please, sir. Please <laughs> give me a crumb of your cracker. <laughs> Check out phillymag.com for all the information about the Best of Philly Soiree. Again, September the 12th, Dilworth Park. Again, 630 to 930 p.m. For us brokies. That's on a Friday. For us brokies, that's a third, Wednesday or Thursday. It's Wednesday. I think it's Thursday. I think it's Thursday. I think yeah. September, uh, Friday or 13th is in September. Uh, September, September. September, yeah, I should say September 15th through the 27th for us brokies. Center City Restaurant that's Week. What's that? Fall 2019 edition. More than 100 restaurants offering three course lunches for 20 bucks and three course dinners for $35. This is still the best deal of the year. I'm sorry. You get to go to some amazing restaurants, and this city has a bunch of amazing restaurants, and get a three-course meal for $35. That's an incredible, incredible deal. There's always drink specials as well. Um, Plan to try that restaurant that's too expensive to go to normally. Yeah. Plot it out on this and And go and enjoy. Just go have it. Because, again, as Chanel always, always says, restaurants try to put their best foot forward in these 
type of events to kind of get you to come back. Yeah. This is a taste of what some of the restaurant, the best things that these restaurants have to offer. We are going to do probably next week. We'll probably do our, our usual preview, our Center City Restaurant Week preview. We go through the, the menus and kind of tell you which menus and, and uh, restaurants you should check out. Um, but there's a ton of restaurants. Uh, most of them have their have their menus online right now. So we encourage you, if you can, to make your reservations as early as possible because this is a very, very popular event here in Philadelphia. CenterCityPhiladelphia.org for all the information about that. Again, Center City Restaurant Week, the fall 2019 edition, begins September 15th and runs through September 27th. So almost two full weeks to enjoy some of the best food that Philadelphia has to offer. Time now for our Sunday dinner segment. This is a portion of the show where we hand out invitations to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always, always something noteworthy, or at least noteworthy to us. It's a little bit of a break from us talking about food all of the time, although mine is focused on food. I know Chanel's is not. No, it's not. I'll go first. This week. Yeah, I would like you to go first, so please. Mine should be quick. Yours should be quick. Because mine is basically a gripe. It's a very niche gripe, as they would say. But go ahead. So uh, some of our listeners will have no clue what I'm talking about. None. But some will know what I'm talking about. Yes. So today is Sunday, what, August 25th? As we're taping this, yes. Yes. Today is the premiere of Power. They said this is the big bridge town. Okay, season six. Okay. The final season. The final season. season. This is the final season of Power. No more Power. So there are those of us who don't wait until tonight to watch the episode. We watch it when it goes on demand uh, on Saturday. So we'll get up in the morning, sometimes me. And watch it. 1201 stars. Yeah, because people are already on Twitter and everywhere talking about it anyway, because they do the same. Yep. So I try to avoid Twitter before I can watch. But somehow I saw something about Trey Songs and Power, and I was just like, I don't know what this is. I'm avoiding it. It says he in the show. So I turn on the show and I get excited. One of the highlights of the show for me, and apparently I'm finding out a lot of people, is when the theme song starts up. Big Rich Town. Mm Mm-hmm. We love that song. It it's the show. It, it's what we know of the show. So imagine my shock and awe <laughs> when the theme song starts up and it is Trey songs singing some love song version of the Power theme song, which was supposed to be, I guess, the remix. It really aggravated me, and I was really upset. But as Roy knows, I love Trey songs. I've gone to Trey songs concert. I. I, I adore him and his music. I do not like this theme song. So my Sunday dinner invite goes out to 50 Cent. Why would you do this? Why would you change it? Please change it back. This is the final season. Don't do this to us. Put the old song back. Let us hear Joe sing Big Rich Town. And let us let it go out with a bang, not a whimper. This song is a whimper. And that's all I'll say. Just one quick thing to note. Uh, again, for those of you who don't know, the original version of the song, as Chanel mentioned, is uh, by the singer Joe with 50 Cent as the rapper. In an era where there aren't many television theme songs anymore, this is one of the more iconic ones of you know recent times. Because if you think about it, like a lot of the stuff on Netflix or whatever like that like either doesn't have a theme song or nothing iconic. There's nothing you can sing along to that has lyrics. Exactly. There's nothing that's notable, nothing that stands out. Nothing that gets you pumped up to right. watch the people, show. People like people really love the original 
power theme song. Yes. They really it, love the song. It's like you get hyped to watch the show right. by listening to Joe and 50 sing this song. I'm sorry. And again, love Trey songs. And I see very what talented. they very talented. I see what they did with this song. I'm not mad at this song per se. Mm-hmm. I'm just mad that they're using it as the theme song. Had I never heard the 50 and Joe version, maybe I would have been more receptive right. to this version. Yeah. yeah. If they put this out as oh it's a remix, but didn't change the theme song of the show and just said, "Hey, this is a supplement <laughs> <laughs> to the show because uh. it's the sixth season." Hey, we remixed the song. Here you go, fans. Just as a listen to it at your own leisure deal, I would have been okay. But to change the theme song, if you go on Twitter, you will see people reacting the same way I'm reacting. We don't like it. Yeah, so hopefully, and it won't change. It won't change. 50 doesn't care what we say. I just don't understand changing the theme song in the last season. On the last Like if you want, like, I understand like The Wire. Like every season of The Wire, it was a different, it was the same theme song sung by different people. I get that. That's, I I understand that. But that's something they started every year. But that was thematic. They didn't introduce it. That was thematic. It was for a purpose because every season of The Wire was different. Right. You know what they could have done? There's a I there's a rumor that there's a spinoff. Ooh, they could have taken that Trey Songz version and put, and put it on, on a spinoff. spinoff. Yeah, maybe maybe they're like, yo, let's 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 test this, see if people no, like that's it. That's not what it they is. They thought they were doing something. If you if you follow Fifty on Instagram, which I do because he's hilarious, he's offensive, but he's hilarious. <laughs> um, if you like, he and uh, Trey Songz have a back and forth. They're clearly friends, buddies, hang out. So no, this is. It was probably like, oh, we should redo the song. They probably just thought of this at one of their little parties. And, one and, of their little and, parties. And said, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And this is going to be everything. But it's not. It's nothing. And it's bothersome. One thing that is everything is the great chicken sandwich war of 2019. And for my Sunday dinner, I would like to invite all of the Popeye's employees um, who have been to work the last two weeks. Poor people, Because man. you guys, you guys are, are so... not being paid nearly enough no. to deal with all no. this. Again, no, no, no. Corporate Popeye's had no idea that this sandwich would explode in popularity like this. No. And a lot of you a lot of you guys out there are making minimum wage, a little bit, a couple bucks more than minimum wage. And you're dealing with irate customers, and long lines. Who get mad because corporate wasn't prepared and right. they didn't give you enough supplies. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys, I feel, we feel bad for yes, you here. Yes, we do. At John Appetit. We have not gone back. Since no, I don't, I, I don't want to go back. Oh, we don't want to go back because it's like we don't want to stress these workers. I don't want to stress anybody out. It's like, Plus, I, w- yeah. I also don't want to go back because I feel like because of the demand is so high that they're not going to give you a quality um, <laughs> Sandwich. I just want spicy just tenders at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to ask you for the sandwich because yeah. you probably don't have it because I've seen places, multiple places have signs that said they're sold out. People called up places. And, and you know, you know like, and if people say, is the sandwich really that good? Yes, it is. It's that good. It's not the tenders on bread, as no. I've seen oh, people God, say. No. No. It's not just their chicken breast on uh, that they took off the bone and put it away. No. no, it's not that. So for the people who haven't tasted it, stop it. If you're not going to taste it, just don't taste it. And for the people who haven't tasted it, don't. Why? I I see a lot of people having fun with it. And mm-hmm. they're having. It's just fun. Just it's let fun. these people have fun with it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be some political thing or something like. I see all these people taking it there. It's yeah. like 
It's a sandwich. Yeah, people want people to try the sandwich. People like the sandwich. It's a joke. People are making jokes with the sandwich. Just let it be. Everything doesn't have to be a statement on culture or politics or anything like that. It's a darn sandwich. It's a sandwich. Like I saw, Good I saw, grief. I, I, don't, I, I saw the two worst ones today. Mm-hmm. The two worst ones I've seen. I've seen, because they, they, you see people, pictures of people standing in line for the sandwich. Right. And then I saw the one. It's I like, saw Gabrielle Union standing in line well, for the sandwich. Her baby. Yeah, Gabrielle Union standing like, in line for the sandwich. Little mini D Wade. And then I, I saw people standing in line for the sandwich, and there was the, the you know, oh, you'll stand in line for a sandwich, but you won't stand in line at the unemployment office. Or like, what yeah, are we talking what, about? What, what, <laughs> or, oh, I hope you guys stand in line when it's time to vote. What are you talking like, about? Are, or like you won't stand in line for your kids' PTA meeting. I'm like, what? 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 Who are? Who are you talking about? You don't know these people. You're passing judgment on these people. Let people enjoy their lives. Like I'm so sick of seeing on social media people criticize other people for having fun or living their lives because you're miserable because you are, mm-hmm. you know, that's on you. Yeah, there are things that are messed up in this world. There's some horrible, horrible stuff happening, but you cannot live your life every day being angry and upset. Do something about it. Instead of criticizing somebody else for coping the way they want to cope. Yep. How about you go out there and do something about it? I'm so sick and tired of seeing people judging people for living their lives and having fun. It's a sandwich. It's not a political statement. It's not a statement on jobs or the school <laughs> right. system today. Right. It's not any of that. People like the darn sandwich. All I'm, all I'm going to say is that if someone's doing something and it doesn't affect you in any way... Mm-hmm. Now, what are you so concerned about? Like, really? Like, it has no impact whatsoever on your, your life. life. Like, if someone, if I want to stand in line for an hour for a chicken sandwich, that affects you zero. In no zero way. Zero percent. And no, if I want zero to get percent. on my Twitter or my Instagram and talk about how I enjoyed this sandwich, how does that affect you? Right. Like, how, how? why is that? Like, if I want to joke with my friends and make a song about this sandwich, like if I'm Quavo yeah. and I buy a grip of them and I get on Instagram joking that you can buy them for a thousand dollars, why should that upset you? Right. Like I'm having fun. This is the wave we're having fun. Yep. The people who are, there are so many miserable people miserable. out there. Oh my goodness. Miserable. Freaking out because people are having fun with a sandwich. That's all it is. Stop it, people. That's all it Just is. Just stop. It's not a statement on mm. how these people live their lives or what they do in their spare time. Those people standing in line probably do more for their community than you do by sitting on Instagram judging. The thing, I'm not even going to say that because I don't know and I'm not going to pass judgment either way anyway on anybody because I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I just, it doesn't matter. I hate matter. to see people do that. I just hate it. The only thing I know is we were ahead of the curve, y'all. Just want to tell oh, yeah. you, we were you know, we were days early on. If you listen, if you listen to, to the us, show, oh God, we wow. told you we told you before these places before were running out of wave. sandwiches. We yeah, tried we told the regular you to, one. Told you to go get it. We told, told you to go you get it before all this went down. I've seen the Washington Post write about this. I've seen the Eater write yeah, about this, and people were saying, it went "Down." We told you guys it tasted better. People were saying, "Oh it. man, they like th- thrillers. Like this is better than Chick Fil A." Yeah. Look, I look. We try to tell you. We try to tell you. If you if and that's why you should listen to our show. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, if, if because for nothing we're else, ahead of the curve. If for nothing else, like we curve. understand the greatness of chicken sandwiches. Yes, like that's if that's what, what we provide. Yeah, chicken sandwich. Uh, reviews. Chicken sandwich, no pickles. Chicken sandwich, no yeah, chick no pick. As they say, a Chick Fil A. This is a fine sandwich. 
hopefully you guys continue to listen and we'll tell you about some more stuff when it drops before yeah, the wave before the wave before get the wave. it before the wave yeah so thank you guys for listening to this episode before we sign off though there's one more thing we'd like to tell you now our name isn't just a catchphrase it's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat so the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant we'd like to wish you john appetit